0: Well, hello there and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian and you are listening to episode 224 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a twice-weekly show about intentional and eco-minimalist living. On today's show, I am answering a listener's question all about... How should we store clothes that don't currently fit? Now, I'm going to read the question verbatim, and I should say right off the bat that I am so sorry to the listener who wrote to me this question. I don't know your name, (laughs) so I'm just going to call you Nice Listener, and I'm so sorry. I wish I had your name to um, personalize this, but Nice Listener's question is as follows. She writes, I have a number of things that don't fit in boxes in the top of my cupboard. My weight fluctuates so frequently, and I have a newborn that it seems irresponsible to get rid of things that don't fit. Yet I hate having clutter. I would love to hear others' opinions in a podcast on this. Closed storage, and when do you just let it go? <laughs> All right, well, I have so many thoughts on this topic. As somebody who does keep clothes that don't currently fit, (laughs) I should say that as I made an outline for this episode, I found myself thinking about those clothes and found myself thinking long and hard about why on earth I'm keeping them around. This episode is in two parts. The first part is a little bit more psychological. Like, why are we holding on to clothes that don't fit what does it say about us currently? What does it say about our hope, dreams, and futures? Then we're going to take a quick break for this episode's second sponsor, and then we're going to move into part two. Part two is definitely more pragmatic. Part two is how exactly, how specifically do you store clothes that don't currently fit that you can't or aren't currently wearing? I'm a minimalist, right? But even as a self-described minimalist, I have to say I do hold on to clothes that don't currently fit. I don't know why I do it. (laughs) Actually, I should say I have a better idea as to why I do it after recording this episode. But a lot of us do it. Maybe perhaps you've been holding on to some clothes that don't fit for years or maybe even decades. Sure, you're probably not going to be wearing them anytime soon, but still you hold on to them because if you let them go, you'll kick yourself because you're never going to stay this size. Usually we keep clothes of a smaller size. How many of us keep clothes of a bigger size? Not many of us, unless, of course, we're planning to get pregnant again and we're holding on to our maternity clothes. But the second we lose those five pounds, the big clothes go out the door. Don't want to see them again. Yet we don't keep that same logic when we gain a bit of weight, do we? So step one, I would say, is to find comfort and solace in knowing that we all do this, or most of us. If you don't do this, you need to send me an email. I need to talk to you. But even me as a minimalist who does not particularly get attached or emotional about stuff, I'm keeping some pants, some shirts that don't. Fit me currently. I have a couple thoughts here when we're talking about why we do this and how we can fight back. My first thought is to challenge those commonly held beliefs that society has told us is true. One of these thoughts that society has taught us that I've ingrained, and perhaps you have too, is that smaller is better, skinnier is better, smaller size means cuter clothes, means cuter person, means happier person. Is any of this actually true? If you're smaller, are you a better version of yourself? Really? Are you a better version of yourself in any of the ways that actually matter? Let's challenge that idea first and foremost. Smaller is better. If you were smaller, would all your problems magically disappear? (laughs) When we keep clothes that are too small, it's really not about the clothes, right? It's about hanging on to the dream of having a smaller body. Because we all assume that when we have a smaller body, doors are going to open up for us. Our problems are magically going to disappear. The skies will open, the sun will come out, and everything will be rosy. But is that accurate? Is that a belief we can challenge? Another commonly held belief is that when we get rid of our skinny clothes, what that really means is that we're going to be unhappy with our bodies for the rest of our lives. I'll say that again. Getting rid of our skinny clothes means we're resigning ourselves to being our less than perfect weight for the rest of our lives. We're giving up. We're going to be overweight or fat or obese or unhappy or whatever the adjective is forever. Is that true? Is that true? If you get rid of your skinny clothes tomorrow, does that mean that never again is there ever the possibility that you could lose those 5 or 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 pounds? No, because it's just clothes, and clothes don't tell the future. I believe that having clothes that do not currently fit your body in your line of sight daily prevents you from accepting your body the way it is at this precise point in time. I think about myself, so I should back up first before I think about myself, and I should explain to you how I store clothes in my in my house, my clothes. I have a chest of drawers. And I have a small closet. I am a lover of athleisure. And athleisure's stretchy, right? <laughs> so I wear athleisure almost every day. It's rare that I wear jeans. And it's even rarer that I wear something fancy. So in my drawers, I keep my athleisure, my day-to-day stuff. When I need to get dressed, I go to my drawers. I have everything rolled up. That's a Marie Kondo trick. And I can see everything and pick out what I want for the day. In my closet, which I very rarely go into, are the items that some fit, some don't, but they're fancier. They just don't fit with my daily life. And I've decided over the years to put my daily clothes that I most almost always wear in my drawers because it negates the need for me to stare at the clothes in my closet, some of which, let's be honest, many of which make me feel bad about myself and bum me out. So I'm willing to bet that any of you listening that have clothes in your closet that fit your skinny self, when you see them hanging there and when you internalize the fact that you cannot currently fit into them, it bums you out. So thought number two for you is to understand, like really get to the bottom of what that shame and what that sadness does to you. What does it feel like in your body? Do those skinny clothes hanging in your closet actually motivate you to do better? Are those clothes actually what keeps you eating right and exercising and working hard towards your goals? I don't know about you, but when I see my skinny clothes, they do not entice me to go for a run. In fact, my skinny clothes make me want to do the complete opposite, which is feel shameful and throw up my hands and just give up. Shame is not a motivator for most of us, the vast majority of us. This isn't me talking. This is psychology. Shame is not a motivator. When I feel shame, I am more likely to go down the shame spiral. The shame spiral is what Sarah Stites talked about on our episode all about mindful eating. That was episode number 195 if you missed it, but The shame spiral occurs when we feel shame and it feels impossible to change, it feels impossible to get out of. The shame spiral does not result in positive change. So for me personally, if I ate junk food before bed on Tuesday night, when I wake up on Wednesday, I'm feeling shameful, I'm likely going to continue eating junk on Wednesday because I'm in the shame spiral. I'm not likely to use that shame from Tuesday night and wake up rip-roaring ready to change my eating habits drastically on Wednesday morning. That's just not me. And it's similar with the clothes. If I see the clothes and I go down that shame spiral, I'm going to stay there. Those jeans, those skinny jeans in my closet that fit me before kids, they're not going to motivate me to do better. They're going to be like the devil on my shoulder telling me to keep doing bad, do worse even. So if your clothes, how they look on you, how they used to look on you, how they currently make you feel, if they play a role in how you value yourself, I want you to really understand what that does to you. I am of the opinion that if an item of clothing makes you feel sad, heck, if an item of anything in your home makes you feel sadness, it shouldn't be in your home, period. You deserve to feel healthy and strong and confident in your clothes each and every day. You should never feel sad, never sad, never. So if you have a piece of clothing in your house that makes you feel sad, it should go. And you should also understand whether that shame and sadness motivates you or keeps you in the shame spiral. My final thought for you, thought three, in part one of this psychological aspect to this conversation, I suggest you consider a future reality and not a future fantasy. Now, what the heck are you talking about, Stephanie? A lot of times we hold on to stuff because we think we're saving money, right? Like, oh, well, I'm going to hold on to these clothes that don't fit because it means that I'm not going to have to go out and buy new clothes once I hit that goal weight, let's say. Is that real? Is that true? Probably not. Because remember that thanks to fast fashion made from trendy styles that go out of style, cheaply made materials that don't last, clothes turn over real fast, right? Thanks, fast fashion. So if you're saving that tube top and you just can't wait until your shoulders are looking great to wear that tube top, I suggest you ask yourself, well, is that tube top going to even be in style by the time my shoulders look the way I want them to for me to actually rock that tube top? That's just an example. Nobody wears tube tops anymore, (laughs) but someday they will be back in style. Another future reality versus future fantasy that I suggest you consider. Can you assume that the garment will fit exactly like it did before? The answer is probably not, right? Stuff moves around. Bodies change. So stuff to consider, right? Skinny clothes are essentially memories of past glories. The glory is gone. The time is gone. That time of your life is gone. Let's talk about current reality, not future fantasy. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers, so next time you're at your local retailer, look for Coast of Maine products. Get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you, coastofmaine.com. If you've been paying attention, you've likely heard something about gut health and why zoning in on your gut health is so darn important. All right, and we're back. We are discussing how to store the clothes that don't currently fit. Nice listener, you wrote to me. I'm sorry again about your name. I don't know it. So nice listener, you wrote to me. You mentioned that you are keeping the clothes that don't currently fit in your home in boxes above the cupboard. I would say that's largely right. And I'm gonna say why I believe that's largely right. But first, I have a tip That you may have forgotten and that is first. So I have three tips for you, for all of you who want practical solutions on storing the clothes that don't currently fit. Tip one is to declutter the skinny clothes. So go through them. I'm not saying necessarily get rid of all of them if you're not ready to get rid of all of them, but I am saying you need to go through them with a fine tooth comb. If you want to keep some clothes in different sizes than the size you are right now at this moment, you need to be selective, very selective even, about what you've decided to keep. Only keep those items that you absolutely love and are excited to wear again. Get rid of the trendy fast fashion that's out of style or going to be out of style by the time you realistically hit your goal weight. Get rid of the stuff that's pilling. Get stu- rid of the stuff that's stained. When you pare down the stuff, you have less to store. Okay? That's tip number one. It goes without saying. However, I'm saying it. Declutter first, pare down the stuff. My second tip for you is to keep in your closet or in your drawers, wherever you keep your clothes, keep in that space only the clothes that fit you right now at this precise moment in time. Get those skinny jeans from before your first child out of your closet. They're doing you no favors. (laughs) Seeing clothes that don't currently fit will likely bum you out and increase visual clutter and make... Getting dressed in the morning, much more stressful, much more shame-inducing. So get out anything in your closet that doesn't currently fit, okay? That's step two. You're going to separate this stuff now. You're going to put them in boxes. Perhaps in one box you put in the clothes that you should open only when you're under 175 pounds, let's say. That's an arbitrary number, but we're going with it. Put it in the box. Put it in the bin put the lid on it, seal it up, and write on it, open when 175 pounds. (laughs) Or perhaps you're keeping maternity clothes or bulky sweaters because you're anticipating having another child. Just as we would not keep a too small shirt in our closet, we're not going to keep a maternity shirt in our closet under the assumption or hope or belief that we're going to get pregnant again. Same logic. Take out the maternity stuff, put it in a box, right? Maternity clothes. (laughs) Perhaps you even write open when pregnant. Get it out and label it accordingly so that not if, but when you hit the weight you believe you will hit because you're keeping these clothes, you know where to find the clothes. My final tip for you, nice listener, is to remember that when you buy clothes or when you thrift clothes or when you accept secondhand clothes from this moment on, only accept clothes that currently fit. Don't make your problem bigger than it needs to be. Don't contribute to the problem by accepting clothes into your home that don't currently fit. Now, I know what you're saying to yourself. You're saying, oh, but my friend just gave me this whole big box of really nice, barely worn, gorgeous clothes. And if I just lose those last 10 pounds, I'll have a whole new wardrobe. I don't want to hear it. No, do not contribute to the problem. Do not bring more clothes in that don't currently fit. They're not doing anything for you. When you hit your goal weight, I am willing to bet somebody will be willing to give you their wardrobe that doesn't currently fit them. The clothes in your new size will always be there. So we're not accepting them into our homes now. So listener, you had a great question. I think you were doing a great job with how you were storing your clothes. I say go with it. Just pare them down first so you have less stuff to store. But number one is to get the clothes that don't currently fit out of your closet. I so hope I answered this question. Listeners, I'm still waiting on so many of you to call in or write to me with your best holiday gift giving ideas. Send them to me, please. Just call me. I'm sitting by the phone. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I will see you on Tuesday for your regularly scheduled interview. If you need me before that, send me an email, give me a call, reach out to me on social media. See you soon and take care.